God wants us to be to 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 take him at his word not by the sign of it there will be signs but not by the sign of it but by the word of God it is the word of God that we're still talking about the place of the word all right the word of God in our lives amen Proverbs chapter 4 Verse 20, it says, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings, and let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. And we said that to attend means to listen carefully, to pay attention, to give heed, as what um, that word implies from the the Greek dictionary, that's what it is. It means to give heed, to obey. That's what that word attend uh, means. Praise the Lord. We're supposed to give heed to the word. We're supposed to listen carefully to the word, give attention to it uh, with intention to do it. Praise God. Glory be to God. If we don't do that, we are not going to have the... the, the um, the, the effect that the word of God is supposed to have upon our lives will not be there. Hallelujah. Jesus said to the Jews, he said, I know you're Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me because my word had no place in you. Glory be to God. So God's word has to have a place in us. It's not just enough. In the book of James, it says, and be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word of God and not a doer, it's like a man who looks at his natural face in a glass and straight away goes and forgets what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue daring, be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. It is when we hear the word, we do it that the blessing comes. Amen? Psalm 1. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall what? Prosper. It all is saying the same thing. Praise God. And in Joshua chapter 1, verse 7, Only be thou courageous and be, be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou Goest. Praise the Lord. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for thou then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. There is something that we ought to know, and that is that meditation or us knowing the word of God and acting out of the place of the word of God is what brings the result. Hallelujah. Whether we're praying 
or the Bible says we should worship God with understanding. Amen. We also know that when you don't do things according to due order because of a lack of understanding of the scriptures, it creates problems. You know, Uzzah, the, the, the Bible tells us how that God made a breach on Uzzah because Israel, the priests, carried the ark not after due order. Praise the Lord. God is a God of order. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. The, the apostle Paul was talking to Timothy, who was his, um, his protege, as it were. Amen. His disciple who had become a, a, a pastor of churches. Verse 12. He said, yeah, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. He said, but continue thou in the things that thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Amen. Now let's back up a little to verse 15. It says, and thou from a child has known the holy scriptures. We're talking about the place of the word of God. Amen. And we have been looking at it. It says you should meditate on it day and night. Hallelujah. You know, under the law, um, it gives us a practical way of how to uh, deal with the word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 18, it says, Therefore shall ye lay up these words in your heart and in your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. And you shall teach them your children, all right, speaking of them, when thou sittest in thy house and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up, and thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of thy house and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give unto them as the days of heaven upon the earth. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. It says, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. Hallelujah. Now, in, 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 verse, in chapter 11 of the same Deuteronomy, verse 20 says, And thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of thine house and upon thy gates, that thy days may be multiplied, and the days of thy children, in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. All right? 
it brings refreshing from the presence of the Lord. Now, let, we, we go, you know, as it, it seems like we're going back and forth. But you see that all the scriptures technically mean the same thing or practically mean the same things. Now, in the law, it gives us a practical way for doing these things, though we do them as believers. You know that on our vehicles, we have stickers. In our homes, we have things that have word, the word of the Lord written on it and all of that. And we speak the word and all of that, you know, confessing the word, speaking it all the time and all of that. That's what God had in mind for the, the Jew at, at that time. Hallelujah. And when you meditate upon the word of God like that, it will bring you to a place where you begin to prosper. Hallelujah. In, in the book of Joshua chapter 1, I'm still coming back to where, what I was doing initially, and I'm going to bring the importance of these things. Amen. And in verse 8, it says, And this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, then thou shalt have good success. When you talk about the word of God, you know, some people like to say it's not about the, you know, the, the scriptures you quote and all of that. It's not about the amount of scriptures that you have and all of that. You know, it's about their fruit and all of that. Listen, the man who's loaded with scriptures, the likelihood that he's going to produce fruit is very high because Understand it. If that word is in your mouth and you keep saying it, a time will come when it will dawn on you what it is saying, which is what you are saying, and then illumination comes, and then you walk on the word. Praise God. You can't hang around the word of God and it not edify you. That, the Bible says evil communication, all right, corrupts good manners. What about good communication? He that walketh with the wise will be what? Become wise. When this word is in you and you're talking about it all the time, you're quoting scriptures all the time, those who are envious of what you do criticize it. I don't see the Holy Ghost criticizing a man quoting scriptures. It's only the devil that does that or a man of the flesh. When we say iron, sharpened iron, is that somebody has something to say that blesses us. Amen? Hallelujah. Out of God's word. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, now let's go back to our text for today, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. It says, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise. This word wise is the Greek word sophizo, S-O-P-H-I-Z-O. And it means to make wise. The concordance says it means to make wise or to make skillful. Or to make you skilled. Hallelujah. So when he says that the scriptures are able to make you wise, it means they're able to make you skillful. Or make you skilled in the things of God. It also means to make you an expert. An expert. It makes you an expert in the act of righteousness. Amen. It, it also means that when it makes you wise, it means to enlighten in regard to divine things. Glory be to God. It also means, among other things, there are other things there. It also means to cause one to perceive and understand. So, when he says that uh, 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 unto salvation, the word salvation there is the Greek word soteria. And soteria 
covers is so much, you know, what it covers. Amen? It means deliverance, safety, preservation. Praise God. It also means to be delivered from present danger or trouble. Hallelujah. And it means also to be, to be, to go, you know, to be delivered or be taken out of defeat in battle to a place of victory. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It means also to deliver him from sin and his spiritual consequences and the power of sin. To, for it breaks or delivers you from the delivers us from the power of sin. Hallelujah. Deliverance from also future punishment. Freedom from sin as a present power. So that things that will hold the world in bondage should not hold us in bondage. We are free. Amen? Now listen, you see, somebody says, but I'm a Christian and this thing does not seem to be working the way you're saying it. The Bible says in Philemon 6, it says that the communication of your faith might become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you by Christ Jesus. Which means you have to, to activate it, you have to acknowledge that it is so. It does not come into force if you do not acknowledge that it is so. All right? This thing is voice activated. Amen? This is the year of the word of his glory. We are supposed to operate by the word of God. We're supposed to walk by the word of God. We're not supposed to walk by how we feel. We're supposed to walk by the word of God. We believe God. All right? Things were going wrong. Uh, the, the, uh, the apostle Paul was on a boat and, and it was, you know, it was, it was in peril. In danger. Hallelujah. The, the, hallelujah. The, 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 the boat was breaking up. And what did he say? He said, be of good cheer. For there will not be any harm to any of us but of the sheep. What was that? He was walking by the word. It was a word that an angel, that the angel of the Lord gave to him that he was standing on. How did he know the outcome was going to be good? You can imagine that hurricane was bashing, you know, this, this thing broke the boat in pieces. Yet he knew that they were going to be safe. How? By the word. It was not by anything he could see. First, understand that the people who were riding with Paul were walking by sight. After Paul told them that, I perceive by the spirit of the Lord, that this voyage shall be with danger. Amen? Verse 9 of Acts chapter 27. It said, Now much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous, because of the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them and said unto them, Sirs, I perceive this journey will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the laden, all right, which is talking about the things being carried about the sheep, and the sheep, but also of our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the sheep more than those things which were spoken by Paul. And because the haven was not, uh, 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 was not commodious to the winter end, the more part advised to depart hence. So also, by any means, they might attain to furnace and, and, and there to winter, which is an haven of Crete, and lie toward the southwest and northwest. And when the south wind blew softly, Supposing they, they had obtained their purpose, loosening hands, they sailed close to Crete. But not long after there 
arose against it a tempestuous wind called uh, Euroclidon. All right? What happened? When they got out there, they said, look, you know, we can, we can use, we can go through this weather. There's nothing wrong with it. And as they were going, the wind became soft. And they said, yeah. And as they were moving, <laughs> whoa, another wind came and trouble started. But you see, the Apostle Paul had seen this thing. Hallelujah. And the third day, verse 19, we cast out with our own hands the, the tackling of the sheep. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, no small tempest lay on us. All hope that we should be saved was now taken away. But after long abstinence, Paul stood, up, stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you, be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the sheep. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am, whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God had given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was, what? Told me. Glory be to God. Now, it's not to us believers and people of faith, we, it is not, it, it makes no difference whether we saw an angel or we read it from the scriptures. God wants us to, be, to, to, to take him at his word, not by the sign of it. There will be signs, but not by the sign of it, but by the word of God. It is the word of God that validates a man's experience. You can have an, an experience, wonderful, everything seemed all right, but when it's contrary to the word of God, we will not accept it from you as being God or of God. Hallelujah. And so when he was told, he said, it will be, I say, I believe God. Did he say, I believe the angel? No, he said, I believe God. Because the angel brought the word of God. Hallelujah. He brought the word of God to Paul. Amen. Now let's go back to what we were reading. Amen. He says, it's able to make us what? Wise and skillful or skilled in the word of righteousness, in the word of God, in the things of God, in the workings of the kingdom of God. We grow in the workings of the kingdom of God. We know how God's, God's kingdom works. We observe, we study the word, we observe to see how God does things. Jesus said, as I see my father do, so I do likewise. So as we're reading the scriptures, now there are spiritual manifestations of visions, dreams, and stuff like that, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit that tell us things. But let's say, even where there was no manifestation in that realm, you can through the scriptures see God doing things. You can through the scriptures know that as you are as a child of God, just like Elisha did concerning Elijah, you can get somewhere and there's a big stream and you want to pass and there's nowhere to go. You just take your jacket off and say in the name of Jesus, boom. <laughs> yeah. And the more you know of the word of God, you become an expert in the act of righteousness. In the act of, when we say righteousness, your know, righteousness encompasses a lot of things. It means God's right ways 
Amen? It's not just, you know, it's right standing, but right standing it means doing things God's way. And you get that from the scriptures. You get it from the word. Hallelujah. We're not supposed to be going around and people are giving us reports. They're telling us how they feel about it, what they think about it, you know, and they conclude for us. No, no. The doctors don't conclude for us. That's not the end of the story. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It's what we see by the word that we accept as being true. Because Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The word truth there is reality, as things really are. Hallelujah. As it really is. The realm of the spirit is more real than the physical because the physical was created by a spirit. We see by the word of God. He says, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. This word is an everlasting word. He that put it in us. You see, because we become the word as it enters us. We, it changes our character and our form. You see, this word we're reading, we're, we're, we're handling, it is a living thing. And it changes you. You can't handle the word without it changing you. You're preaching the word of God, it will change you. It makes a fool wise. It changes who you are. It totally changes you as a person. Because you become it. You become the word. The word that you're sharing, that you're preaching. You become it. That's what you become. So you're not a man man. You're not an ordinary person just walking. No, you're supernatural. You're supernatural. 